Welcome back to Men's Sports Hub Podcast. This is your host, Austin King and Devin DeWitt. We're the men for the job. We're here to give you everything you need to know for sports in the state of Michigan and also the world of sports. This is brought to you by MittenSportsHub.com. Make sure you check out that website. as all our blogs, um, all of our podcasts, and anything else you need to know. Get to our Instagram, see our posts. Uh, we've been posting a little bit about stuff in the sports and about things that you know we think that the viewers would like to hear or things that they might be interested in. And I know we had a blog just posted about our mock draft. We're going to keep that updated. And we're going to keep keep rolling with those and giving out 2.0, 3.0s, things like that as we get a little closer to the NFL draft, which you know, we're all excited for, especially as Lions fans. But there hasn't been much going on. You know, it's kind of slow season. You really only have the, the college basketball going on for sure. And, you know, baseball's starting up, and we'll be touching all that today. But I think first, you know, we want to touch on Tiger Woods. I mean, that was a pretty, pretty scary incident. And I know in – for me, at least, when I saw the car crash pictures, I was I was like, damn, I, I thought the worst. I thought, I was like, dang, he, there's a good chance he could die from this. And from the reports and what they were saying, it kind of made it seem like it was pretty serious. And, I mean, obviously, it, he hurt both legs, shattered an ankle, and kind of called like an Alex Smith injury. But, I mean, I it's, it's for me personally, just him being alive, and even if he doesn't play golf again professionally at the level he has, that's that's just that's huge yeah uh it was definitely scary it was it reminded me like seeing the car crash definitely reminded me of kobe last year it had a lot of like the same similarities just seeing the overhead action and it was really scary i definitely feared the worst but like you said glad he's doing better even with the leg golf is like not at all important right now uh but yeah, Tiger. Like if Tiger Woods did not make it out of that, it would have been a whole a huge loss. Like, because he's the reason why a lot of our age group even plays golf. And because like, I wouldn't be playing golf right now if I I would probably wouldn't be playing until I was like older, like a lot of adults do. And it's just, he just, he made golf cool, and I think he was the first guy to be sponsored by Nike for golf. Uh, it just would have been a huge loss to the golf community. He's the main reason why anybody even watches and why there's all those great young golfers right now coming up like Brooks Kepka and uh, Justin Thomas and Dustin Johnson. So, I mean, Dustin Johnson's not that young, but still uh, he's the main reason why they're even playing golf. And like Brooks Kepka used to play a bunch of other sports and he, and he's a professional golfer now and one of the best in the world. So it, Definitely happy that he's okay. Definitely happy for his family that he's okay. And it's, it's definitely good news. Even if it is an Alex Smith injury and he can never play again, it's definitely good news. No, I mean, just losing him would have been tragic to now the golf community, but the sports community in general. And, you know, like you said, you know, I mean, I was always a Phil Mickelson fan growing up. So, you know, that rivalry always kind of was fun to watch and, um, I've always respected Tiger, and I think everyone has. I mean, I know there's been some stuff that's happened in the past, but he's still such a great golfer, and he's such a great influence on the game. And he, like you said, even though he, even if he doesn't play professionally ever again, he's still going to be part of the golf community, whether it's announcing, um, whether it's analysis, stuff like that. And he's, I mean, of course, he'll go down as 
one of the greats of all time, but that's already a given. But no, the fact that it wasn't as serious as that, that crash portrayed that it's a miracle. It's for sure. Yeah. Um, and I mean, I'd, yeah, it's uh, definitely a miracle. And like you said, he's when you saw him like with a lead after three rounds, it was over back in the day. Like when we were like little and growing up, he was probably the most dominant athlete of our generation. I mean, there's Tom Brady, but he legit was just straight up dominating everybody. He was winning by huge margins and – and he also made golf like inclusive for everybody. Like golf has always been like seen as a white sport, whether that's right or wrong, but he made it like, he just made it look like everybody can play golf. And that was, that's just one of the, another reason why he's so important to the, not just golf, but the sports world, just opening all sports up to everybody. Good to see. And obviously we'll see in the coming weeks and months, kind of what the injury actually comes out to be and how it's going to affect him in the future but hopefully not as bad as uh where he actually will be able to play but like we said it's great to see him still alive and you know there's still a process where he can recover from which is awesome but uh go to michigan football we had a few uh signings on this sunday and will johnson and i know alan bowman just transferred over and I know you have some thoughts on it. I'll, I'll let you kind of start off on that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, personally, I would have rather them gone with uh, for with the Alan Bowman uh, transfer. I would have rather them gone with Cade McNamara. And then if he doesn't get the job done, then just go to J.J. McCarthy. But, uh, yeah, Alan Bowman had a pretty good career at Texas Tech. I think he got kind of the – like kind of got screwed over last year with they they just had a bad team, really bad team all around and he couldn't really stay healthy. He put up big numbers when Cliff Kingsbury was there as a freshman and he's he's a qual he's a quality quarterback. So I think he'll probably end up being the starter. But yeah, it it I think that's a pretty decent transfer, but the Will Johnson thing is even is huge news for Michigan. He, it was between us, USC, and Ohio State, and just keeping him in state, the number one recruit in state, is just is huge for Michigan right now, especially a corner position we need. He can help us build a, a class like last year, where we were just a, a lot of new culture, a lot of guys who want to be here and want to win and change it around. So I like it a lot, especially when we had a one of the worst years in the last 10 years, if not the worst year last year. And if we're still getting five-star recruits, I know it hasn't really translated, but if it can start translating, it's, it's a good direction. It's a good start in the right direction. Personally, I don't like the Alan Bowman transfer. I from the big 12. It's an offensive heavy league over there. You know, it's, I don't know how it's going to translate into the Big Ten. And I am hoping to God that it does not turn out to be a Shea Patterson situation where Harbaugh wants to start him. And you have guys behind him like Dylan McCaffrey, Joe Milton, who obviously Joe Milton wasn't the answer. But, you know, you have freshmen who are coming in and their time is stunted. Like, you know, if that's happening to J.J. McCarthy, I mean, that 
that's a big red flag. You know how much Harbaugh loves his transfers. So I, I mean, for this year, sure, whatever. It's not even going to matter because they're going to suck awfully anyway. So just put someone out there. I don't care. I didn't really want Trey J.H. to start this year anyway. But in the, I'm talking about the year later, you know, if he's starting and J.J.'s still on the bench. Well, I think he only has one. I think he only has one year of eligibility. If I could be wrong, but I think he only has one year. But I think with the COVID, you still get an extra. No, I mean, I think this will be his last year. I could, I don't know. Oh, I, I, I think he's only a junior. Oh, is he? Or no, or he's, or he's, a, or he's a redshirt sophomore. He's something like that, I and mean, he could have two more years. Oh. Yeah. So if that's the case, I mean, I hope you're right. You know, I but I doubt that's a situation. Yeah, I'm on the and same. If, if, if I'm on the same page as you, if they start him for, if he's not a bridge quarterback, then there's something wrong. But I think he's just a bridge quarterback. I think I'm hoping I'm giving Harbaugh the benefit of the doubt. They're just bringing him in for competition, just trying to keep it wide open. If if I see Kate out there, I feel like this means it's a good step in the right direction too. That means they're confident in their guy. But I don't know. Like you said, it's going to be a whatever year because the defense is still going to be atrocious. Yeah, but I'm tired. I'm tired of giving Harbaugh benefit of doubt. So I'm tired of giving that whole team benefit of the doubt. <laughs> There's no reason for it. Uh, but no, the, the Will Johnson though that was a, that was a great signing. And like you said, hopefully it brings more guys. Um, you know, the top player in Michigan and top cornerback. I mean, you can't you can't beat that. And of course, you know, stopped him from going to OSU. So another guy you did not want to play against. So we'll see. But well, I mean, well, one thing I will say about the Allen Bowman uh, transfer though is that if it does work out, then, you know, that that's an upside. You know, that's something where if he does, you know, show out this year, that's awesome. Because maybe then the next year he will play. But I just don't see it translating from the Big 12 at all. That That's just my opinion. Especially when you look at Big 12 football, they're playing, you know, middle school, high school level talent on defense pretty much. It's, it's just insane, the scoring over there. And yeah. Big 10 defenses are always phenomenal in, in any team, really. Yeah. So, We'll see, though, and something just to keep a look on and, you know, spring training and all that stuff coming up. Um, we'll see where that goes. But now if we, we talk a little more about something more important would be the Michigan-Michigan State basketball. Uh, Michigan basketball, the same, obviously, still doing phenomenal. Uh, just blew out Indiana, and they just they just look great. They're number two in the country, especially after that Baylor loss against Kansas. They're number two for sure. But Michigan State, though, I mean, they, they, they're, I mean, obviously they lost today. Not a great, not a great loss at all against Maryland, and I think it, that might hurt them, especially after you know they just, they just beat OSU and Illinois. But I'm, if if they split with Michigan one and one, then there's a chance that they they could definitely make it for sure. But I think they have to do that to to get a chance of going to March Madness. I don't know how you're thinking about that. Yeah. Uh... I think the Maryland loss really hurt, but I think if they split, I think they're in. Because, again, like we said, it's Tom Izzo and Michigan State. They are going to get the benefit of the doubt. Uh, if they if they split and then win a couple games in the Big Ten tournament, then they're definitely in. Then they're, like, for sure in. But, uh, yeah, I, it, 
maybe even if they lose both games and then win a game against a Wisconsin in the Big Ten tournament, maybe they'll get find a way in to sneak in. But uh, yeah, Michigan. People need to start talking about Michigan, Baylor, and Gonzaga. Like they need to start putting Michigan into that conversation with Gonzaga and Baylor as national title contenders because Michigan is just otherworldly. They're dominating everybody. The Ohio State game was a big, huge uh, eye-opening thing for everybody in the country. It, it was a, wasn't as close as a five-point game at the end of the game. Uh, they beat Iowa by a considerable margin. They destroyed Indiana, who's not a good team, but still. They're just they're getting the job done, proving that the Minnesota loss was a fluke. But it just it's nice to ha- finally have a good team. No, and I mean I think we've always had a good team with Michigan. I mean, well, I mean, just like but, the state of Michigan for sports. <laughs> oh, I agree. I agree. It's kind of a little stale, but yeah. I I don't even put them in the category of Baylor or Gonzaga, dude. I think they're a tier above them. Gonzaga, they're a joke. They play high school teams they always do this they always go to the tournament and then they just fall apart because they're actually playing real competition i mean they played loyola marymount or whatever and they were losing for a consistent amount of time and they they won i mean they won by 17 but the spread i think to start the game was like 28 like that's just crazy because you're playing a high school team and then playing santa clara it's like it's like play some real competition you'd have a chance i mean yeah the those Wins are not very impressive, but I'm going to have to disagree with you. Gonzaga is the real deal. They're, I mean, you can play those teams and then ha- you only get a certain amount of motivation, after, like you said, playing a Santa Clara or Loyola Marymount. But they're, Gonzaga is a legit team. They've got Kispert, Jalen Suggs. Yeah, I, I think they're a Final Four team, and they're – they're the real deal. They're, I think they're the best team in the country. Michigan slightly below them, and then Baylor. But I think Gonzaga's Gonzaga is real. <laughs> I don't I, think, I, I I think, think Gonzaga's out by the Sweet Sixteen. I don't think they're making it past the Sweet Sixteen. Oh, I disagree. I disagree. You I'm don't think they're right now. You heard 16? it. You heard it. You heard it from Devin Dewitt. Out by Sweet Sixteen. Damn, I. I don't know what to say. You can't say because they're playing. All right. You play really crappy teams week in, week out, and you know you're as good as the national. Like, you know you can make it to the national championship in your sleep. Are you going to be motivated for those games? Are you going to win every game by 30 when those teams are going? Are, that's their Super Bowl. No, sure. I, I mean, I agree. I mean, you're, you're, you, and the thing is, they may be playing down to the competition. Yeah. But the thing is, when you start playing dominant teams who are going into March Madness, I mean, it's it's a whole different ball game, and it's a different it's a different different atmosphere. And Gonzaga never pulls through. They never pull through in March Madness, dude. They're, they're they made it I, to the national championship I, a couple years ago. A couple years ago, yes, yes. A couple years ago, they did. But every other year, dude, they're always, oh, yeah, number Gonzaga's going all the way. Gonzaga's doing this. And then they fall out, and they just don't look good. And it's going to happen again. It's going to happen again. No, yeah. I can just feel right. it. Let's, let's save some of our predictions for uh, March Madness, but I, I disagree. 
Let's talk about the big ten. A lot, a lot of people probably do disagree. A lot of people probably do disagree. Big Ten tournament. But, no, I mean, now if we if we kind of transition to Big Ten tournament. I, I don't think I don't think it'll happen to the full intent of it because I think if I'm they they already have potential ten bids going in. Why risk it? That it's a bigger. I mean, obviously money, um, contracts, stuff like that. It's gonna have to happen. But it's like if I'm a team, I'm I'm trying to get out of it. It just doesn't it doesn't make sense to me to risk risk the COVID and risk not being able to go to March Madness when you have all this talent going into it and possibly winning it all, of course. I mean, I don't know what you're thinking. All right, yeah. I don't see any reason for the Big Ten tournament to happen, uh, but it will. It's going to happen because money is the ultimate motivation. Fox doesn't have isn't going to show any. Uh, they have the Big Ten network, I believe, so uh, – they're not going to show any actual tournament games, so that's their way of making money. ESPN, I think, is going to show some Big Ten tournament games. That same thing. Uh, yeah, it, it's going to happen though. But if I'm a Michigan or an Iowa or an Illinois or an Ohio State teams with legit Final Four hopes, like they can legit make it, I why would you risk injury even or COVID? Guys that will miss two weeks at least if they even come in contact. Livers, if he gets it, that's a big loss. Dickinson, Smith, Garza, uh, Washington for Ohio State, Ditsumu, who's who's hurt right now, Coburn. Why would you – if you're the Big Ten even, why would you want that to happen? But, yeah. I mean, I, I, don't, I don't think they should sit because of injury. I, I, I don't agree with that because they had the Big Ten tournament all the time beforehand. But yeah, but COVID it's even more won. of it. It's even more of it. Like you're risking injury and COVID. Why would you risk? Why would you even risk both at this point? You have the excuse of COVID to sit out. Why not use that? But then why wouldn't they sit out years before? Because you have an excuse of COVID right now. You could just say you're sitting out because of COVID, but instead you're actually sitting out because you don't want your guys to get hurt. Uh, I don't. Okay, I don't agree with that mentality. I understand what you're saying. <laughs> I do. But when you want to win the national championship or you want to win the Big Ten tournament, <laughs> then why why haven't people been sitting out for years before because of injuries? Why I never understood the point of a Big Ten tournament in the first place. It's just, there's no reason for it because the teams that are going to get in are going to get in regardless if they win the get the automatic bid or not. Like you, you think a Nebraska would win? No, there's like they have no. Ch- there's like teams that have no chance of getting in the tournament, never win the Big Ten tournament. Anyways, it's for like the mid-major conferences, which I would understand why they would, but I never understand why the Power Five had tournaments. It's all about that Big Ten championship, baby. You get that Big Ten championship. Yeah, I mean, Michigan is three-time defending champions right now because they canceled last year. So. Yeah. <laughs> no, and keep the going I, too. What'd you say? You gotta keep the streak going. If you sit out, you can't <laughs> lose your streak. <laughs> no, and I I think in reality, if if all these major conferences are having their tournaments, I don't. I've said this again and again. Just push back March Madness to April first or something like that. Start it then. Hey, get everyone in a bubble two weeks beforehand so no one can contract it. Stuff like that, and just do it right. And you could have possibly more fans, more percentage of fans, because 
I mean, it might be 25 to 40% right now, but you know who that maybe, maybe by April, you have 50%, you know, better atmosphere for the fans and better atmosphere for the players. It was make, and then you don't risk the chance of big teams. Like let's say Gonzaga or Baylor, things like that. Something happens where their university has to shut down for two weeks and you don't have Gonzaga or Baylor or Michigan or something like, or another team in March madness. That's huge. And it's, and that's when people start saying, Oh, well this tournament or this March madness isn't real this year and things like that. You know, the kind of like they said for football or the base or baseball. And it's, you don't want that and just, just wait it out, do it right. But I mean, if they're not going to do it, then like you said, have, have the bigger teams sit out for the tournaments. Yeah, I mean, the only problem with pushing it back is that's about the time guys start getting ready for the draft and, like, the combine and stuff like that. Would But, yeah, I agree. Pushing it back probably would have been the best move. But, again, money. They But they probably won't even have a combine. There's a good chance they won't even have a combine. So, this is just the same thing. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. I mean, obviously, if, if it happens, we'll find out in about 11 days. And we'll kind of see how teams are acting and universities are acting towards it. And um, we'll go from there. But I, I think we're both on the same page where it would, be, it would be in the best interest of the top dogs in every conference. Just sit out. Don't risk COVID or injury, of course. <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, you're not going to get extra teams in there by having the tournament. You're, like, maybe state, maybe they're the only ones, but Nebraska isn't going to win the tournament. And they're not going to get in with a couple wins. Northwestern, same thing. So I mean, it affect it would literally affect two teams pretty much, and it doesn't yeah. really. Yeah. No, I agree, hundred percent. All right. Well, we'll find out obviously more, and we'll keep everyone updated and get everyone's thoughts on it as well as that goes on and from our Instagram posts and stuff like that. But um, today was uh, the first day of Tiger baseball. You saw a game. I don't. It's kind of exciting because it means baseball's coming up soon. And I, I know you're excited for that, especially yep. you know you see Riley Green playing out there, and um, obviously he didn't get a hit. But I mean, it's 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 it's, it's going to be interesting to see how this year plays out, and if you know if they bring up Torkelson or if they bring up Riley Green, and see how that works into the format of the team, and if we're actually going to be using our young guys, which I hope they do. I know you do too. Yeah, I mean, like uh, Riley Green played today, which is huge. Uh, big time outfielder, pros- outfielding prospect that we have. I don't think he'll play this year with the Tigers. I think he's going to light up the minors and piss a lot of people off because he won't be up. And I got to say, or I'll leave that for another time, another topic. Uh, the whole service time is just complete joke at this point you saw with the Mariners this last week uh but yeah Riley Green playing I I think he was the only big prospect who played today because none of the young pitchers pitched today uh but yeah it's nice to see him out there playing with the big guys playing with uh playing against an actual team uh I'll be excited to see his progress uh but yeah, it was it was finally it was nice to finally see some baseball, some actual baseball in February. Uh, last year we didn't really get to see it; it got cut off pretty early. So hopefully, there's some fans 
in the stands this year. We can get to some baseball games, but uh, yeah, I guess we'll have to take it step by step. But just happy to see the Tigers out there again. They won big, uh, but yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, I mean, obviously the spring training games, the scores don't really matter, but yeah, just getting those young guys out there for experience, and like you said, got cut off last year. And I know for you, you're really looking forward to be at Comerica getting those French fries. And I know I'm, I'm looking to get some grass. Number beer. one. <laughs> your number one, your number one French fry. You no, it's crazy. I mean, they are good. They are good. I mean, you're the French fry master. So I would, <laughs> I would take your opinion over anyone else's. Yeah. They're so good though. The ones by the merry-go-round get, get those ones with the, the tiger <laughs> merry-go-round. Those they season it perfectly. I just so sad I didn't get him last year. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think we all want to go to a game. I, I don't even care if they're going to get crushed. I just want to be at Comerica. I never thought I'd say that, especially after seeing how bad this team's been lately. Mm-hmm. But no, I would I would pay an overpriced amount for a ticket and for an overpriced beer any any day of the week right now just to go yeah. sit in the stands and on a nice Same. nice warm day. <laughs> yeah. I I actually don't think they'll be as bad as people. They'll probably finish last in the Central because I think the Central has improved a lot uh, with the White Sox. Their young guys are coming up and they're 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 being as expected. Uh, Royals just got Andrew Benatende, and they got some good young pitchers. Uh, Indians are the Indians. They've got a bunch of pitching and got some good young guys. Even after trading Lindor, they might not make the playoffs, but they'll still be pretty good. Uh, and then Twins. Twins are same thing. So, yeah. I, but I think the Tigers are improving. Their young guys are finally coming up. We get to see them. But – It'll be, it'll be, it, we actually have some excitement for the Tigers this year, which is, which is good. Yeah. I mean, I, I guarantee they're going to be another top five draft pick this year. But I mean, it's just, just because their division, yeah, just because their division is so hard. Yeah. Yeah. And just because they're so young and they don't yeah. really have any pieces out there where they can count on. And because, yeah. and, and because everyone's so young. Yeah. And, and the veterans that do do good this year, they'll be traded at the trade deadline for, more pro- younger guys than we'll get younger. And, well, let's hope, you know, you know, the Tigers have been very weary of pressing that trade button lately. So we'll see. <laughs> and whatever they usually get is crap in return. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The whole JD. Uh, uh, yeah. I know something we both disagree on is Miguel Cabrera. Um, I know he, he's got a couple milestones coming our way. And you think he's going to hit both of them. 600 home runs and how many hits? 500 home runs, 3,000 hits. 500 home runs, 3,000 hits. And what, he needs 13 home runs and 130 hits? Yeah, 134 to be exact. 34 hits. You think he's going to hit one or two of them? I think I think for sure he'll hit the home run because last year we look at his stats, had 10 home runs in 57 games. So didn't really get – didn't really hit too well, hit 250. But, I mean, he, he still has some, some power, not as much as he used to, more gap power. But last year he was really starting to, like, turn around. I mean, you hit a home run every f- six games almost, you're going you're gonna to hit 13 at least. But And then hits I think will be a little hard because 134 is a lot of hits for anybody. But it's – he had, I think in 2019 – he had or 2018 he had 120 something hits 
so and that was like where he was dealing with the the core injury and back injury and his hips and ankles or whatever but last year's kind of a year off kind of he only played 60 57 games out of the 60 he's DHing full time i just don't see any reason why he'll play less than 130 games this year just he'll be healthy he had surgery a couple years ago he can he had time to rehab that uh yeah I, I just don't see any reason for him not to play a lot of games this year he's DHing. there's he's DHing all t- full-time this year probably get a couple games off here and there just to rest period but yeah i just i don't see why you disagree but go ahead <laughs> i i just let's i just don't see him playing enough games even as dh he just doesn't stay healthy he's fragile he's gonna be 38 years old 13 home runs to me he doesn't have the power even though every time when spring training comes around you hear every you know detroit free press oh Miggy looks like he lost a hundred pounds and gained 30 pounds of muscle and he's in the best shape of his life every single year you see that crap and it's like no he's aging he may be losing weight but he's not gaining muscle from it either like it's he's not he's not going to be in a better position than he was years before you know he's a shell of a human i think he will be i think he will be in a better position he's going to be time he's off his feet half the games no and you did see how aj hinch said a couple weeks ago that he wanted to see miguel cabrera at first base there's that doesn't mean it's going to happen first that doesn't mean that that does not mean that'll happen maybe in NL games, but that does, just because the manager said he wants to see it doesn't mean it will he will see it. Half the time, half the half the league is managed by general managers, anyways. All right, so so the games they play in the NL, if he's not playing first, then he won't be playing at all. So that's games where he won't be hitting. So that's that's more games where he won't be playing. Yeah, but how many games you got to get in NL games? Like twelve. I don't know. Maybe maybe it's different this year. I haven't looked at the schedule whatsoever. But I mean, it, it, there's going to be an injury that happens. Something with his back, something with his core. He's going to he's going to he's going to try to swing for the fence, and he's going to pull his rotator cuff or pull his groin. It's going to happen. And he's not, he missed he's three not games good. last year. Three games sure, out of sixty. So he missed yeah. three, three games out of sixty. That's encouraging. He couldn't play be encouraged. He's he DHing. Couldn't, be, all couldn't play a full sixty games. He's DHing all year. That's the only, that's why I'm so confident because he's off his feet half the he's literally playing half a game. He's on his feet for four at bats a game. That's all the he thing has is to do. at first at first base at first base all you do is stand there. So it's not like you're moving much Still, anyway. You're moving you're moving around more. You're standing the whole time. You, it's just more. He's a big guy. It's just constantly standing, constantly having to run back and forth to first. It it might not sound like a lot, and it it really isn't. But on a thirty seven year old's body, it is. So no, th- this this little rest that he gets to have, he'll probably go take some swings while they're out there on the field. Maybe sit sit around. Uh, can't really have a beer anymore after the Red Sox a couple years ago, but he can just do whatever he wants to now, and he'll he'll do it. He's gonna do it. So in 2000, 2019, 2019, 2019, he played 136 games. Yes. He hit 130, he had 139 hits. Yeah. Good. Only 12 home runs. Last year was a fluke for 10 oh, home he runs. he needs to hit one more home run. <laughs> yeah. And that was two years ago. 
he was a little, he was a little younger, a little less wear on his body. I mean, dude, he's he the the only thing he had, he, I could see him doing. Yeah, he, he could hit fifty seven games. He pretty much had a, a year off. Dude, that was that was such an inflated ten home runs though. That is not going to happen again. I guarantee he's playing in those same he's hit. playing in those same stadiums though. Again, he's one of the best hitters of our generation, if not the best. You, I have what? faith that what? he can hit what? thirteen home runs and probably will hit three one hundred thirty four hits. No, no, it's not happening. It's going to happen. I, I, I. The only thing I could see is the hundred those one hits. And that's if he plays 130 games. If he's so not playing think, 130 games, so you think the hits is more likely than than the home runs? 100. percent There's no way he's hitting out of the fence, dude. He doesn't have the power like he did. He's 38 years old, and he's he's dying, bro. His body is dying. He's a shell of last year. He hit 10 dude, home runs. That's and so he didn't, And he didn't play in the summer where the air is thinner. Think about that. The air was thicker when he was hitting those home runs. Oh my god! I don't give a shit about the air. <laughs> Every everyone was Easy. everyone was hitting bombs last year, dude. They juiced the balls or some shit. Even the MLB came out saying they didn't shoot with the ball this year, so he's less okay. home runs. So he's gonna, gonna play be a bet against it. Okay, but he's gonna play like eighty more games this year. You don't think he could hit an additional three home runs? No. Oh my god! Not at all. Seven. It's Not at three all. home runs. Because look look at this. Look at this. When he was in two thousand four hundred and eighty seven. In two thousand eighteen. Two thousand eighteen. Okay. So three years ago, he played thirty eight games. You know? He only had three home runs there. So why can you how are you comparing the sixty games, ten home runs to that when he's younger? Because he was legit hurt. Now he's healthy. How do you know he's healthy? No one knows if he's healthy. Everyone he does that. He had a year off. He played most of the games last year, so he's got to be some kind of healthy. And he's going some to be. kind of healthy. He's motivated. No. He's motivated for the first time in a long time. He's going. To, that's all he has to do. That's all he has to do is break a couple milestones. No, dude, it's it ain't happening. Dude, that's, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. He's so motivated where he's going to be like, you know what? I need two home runs to get this record, and he's going to be swinging for the fences, and he's going to tear something. And then he's gonna be out. He wouldn't get that. Then he won't be able to get the hit milestone either. They have to wait another year. It's it's not gonna happen, brother. It ain't happening. And it's just it's it's sad to me because you know. Let's put a let's put a friendly rage that he'll break both. All right. You think he's gonna break both? I think he'll break both. How positive are you? Not that positive. I think he'll break the home run record. I think he'll break. All right. I know he'll break the home run record. I'm pretty positive on that. You think he's getting the hits? You think he'll one I'm a little okay. skeptical on because that's a lot of hits for anybody. Not really. I mean, 200 hits is a milestone. That's 70 less hits. That's still a pretty decent amount. No, dude, it's not going to happen. I, if you're positive, he's going to do both. I'll bet you $100 right now. All right, no, $100. not that positive. Let's <laughs> if if he needs one more home run or something. You have to buy tickets to the game for both of us. And then we if he needs one more home run. Yeah. All right. So what do I get out of this if he doesn't get any of it? Then I'll pay you back for the tickets. (laughs) (laughs) Are you saying you have to get a home run on that game where we go to? No, no. No, I mean like period. You you just gotta keep no. But if he gets the home run, all right, if he gets the home run record. You pay for our tickets to go to the next game or something. 
All right. And then if he doesn't get, if he doesn't get both of them this year, you have to pay for two, two or two games the following year. No, I saw I said home runs. You think you, when we had this, no, conversation, I said, I said, for he home runs. I said, he, I think no, he'll I'm do both. I'm more confident that he'll hit the home runs. No, I'm, it's a lose lose situation for me now. Cause I'm paying for tickets. You ain't doing shit. I'll pay for tickets if he doesn't. If he, next year, I'll pay for tickets. <laughs> no, I'm only I'm only doing it. You think he's going to do both? You had you just said you thought he was going to do both, hits and home runs. I think he'll do both, but I'm more confident that he'll hit home runs. I'm not very confident that he'll get the hits this year, but I think he can. Right. We'll we'll work something on the side. We'll we'll keep right. everyone updated on that because, but I don't I don't think he's going to do either. I he's a Shelby human, and it's sad to see because he is the best hitter that we've ever seen. Harsh, but dude. I mean, he's aging. Yes, calling him a Shelby human. <laughs> he is a Shelby human. He, if you look at what he's done in our in our life, he's a Shelby human now than what he was. Like that guy, like, oh, dude, he was he was just hitting bombs. He's hitting 200, 200 hits a, a year almost, and forty home runs. Yeah. Just it's so sad. But obviously, this is what happens when you give a guy that big of a contract and you know he's aging <laughs> so it's like you you can't really expect much from him which obviously i know it's probably frustrating for him and he's even said it because he's so used to being so dominant yeah i couldn't imagine but no we'll we'll see how that goes and we'll give everyone an update on kind of what we're we're going to be betting a little side bet on those uh milestones that miggy could possibly hit this year and um as this week goes on we'll we'll try to keep up to date on what's going to happen with Michigan State basketball. I know they're going to be playing Michigan back to back. You know, Michigan got has got Illinois as well. It's going to be it's going to be interesting to see how the stretch stretch happens going into March Madness and I work excited for it. Um we'll be putting together a little uh March Madness bracket that we'll have everyone join for Mint Sports Hub. Along with we'll be we've got some of the works for a little draft day mock draft where, you know, a little money involved and We'll keep everyone updated on that as we get closer to that as well. But um, I hope you like the show. Uh, make sure you go check out mittensportshub.com. You can check out our blogs, like we said. And please, any criticism is positive. Criticism to us. You know, whether you got some positive comments or negative comments, it's going to help us get better for you and get better for us. And we want to get this best stuff possible. But we appreciate you chiming in, and we'll talk to you guys next week. Thank you. Safety.